The non-chasers here on SEN Track and Sportsbet, the great racing podcast, the one that's been around for for yonks. Now yeah, we're a real staying edition of uh, the Greyhound Racing Podcast. Well, I'm your host, Paddy Garshagan, flanked by Andrew Gunner as per great man. How are you? Good, thanks, Paddy. How are you? Yeah, you you made it here on time this morning. I, I gave you a strict. No one travels further than me. Yeah, and obviously, how, how, uh... the beauty of pre-recording, it's morning now, but it will be a good <laughs> evening um, when you're listening to this. How long is a yonk, by the way? A uh, yonk, uh, it's the imperial measurement, mate. It's about two years. <laughs> a good old yonk. Those other little giggles you're hearing, of course. Ah, the great Irish hawk from Scotland. Ken Wado. Good morning, how are buddy. you? Good evening, listeners. Um, very <laughs> excited about this weekend's racing. We've got oh. a lot of good racing coming up. Oh, you bet there is. Invest in the West. <laughs> I like that. He's <laughs> sure. His hands stinging now. He <laughs> sure is. Old Kenny, good to see he's prepared with his water today. He hasn't brought the uh, old Paddy two-stroke uh, engine oil uh, as he did in like the past. one of those... Um, <laughs> Yeah, when you uh, got a busy pub and they stop serving out the glasses, it does look like one of those <laughs> yeah. plastic pots from the pub. Yeah, though. an emergency cup. <laughs> I feel like just flinging a beer pong, a ping pong ball, just over the table and trying to land it in there. Uh, the other man, Shagger, new stinger for Shagger as well today, which we will, you will hear later. Shagger, <laughs> how are you? Going well and uh, yeah, baby, I, like yeah. I can tell. New stinger. Um, <laughs> well, he's very excited now. We, um, of course, must apologise. No montage off the top. Uh, strict rules in this current climate um, implement only that we can have a montage if we have four winners. And we only had three yet again. But... Jeez, the montage is going to be rusty. But, <laughs> but can we air our dirty laundry? What the hell happened with the non-chasers multi last week? Uh, Okay, <laughs> because it was put on site. I'll put my hand up. Just a little bit of context here. It, the show went, you know, all edited, and on, off the, there we were on SEN Trek on Friday night, and people would have gone to the site to put the multi on, and one of the ro- the wrong dog was put in the multi. The wrong dog? The wrong put, dog? Yeah. We, had, we had Gunners. Who is responsible had, for that? We had Gunners, had Gunners show me the money tip in the, uh, oh. in the, in the non-chasers place multi. I did, I did actually ask <laughs> Kenny, what, up, was, what, was Gunners, what was Gunners' tip there? And oh. yeah, we, we were both on the same page with that one. But um, yeah, we... And then we also had a, a scratching of one of the legs. So Yeah, that was my fault. There was, that was <laughs> fault. There is a silver lining. There's silver lining. So, but, so, yeah, so we put up the, the three original remaining tips um, and, and made it two out of three and we and we saluted there. And we so, got it. Yeah. Right, well, that's Winners good. for those that got price? on eventually. At what price? Uh, well, the yeah, revised. We, I think the revised price was eighty just for the two. Oh, okay. But I, th- still, I think that's you can't right. Can't go broke, man. Making dollar eighty winners. Uh, for two out of three, it for was good. Value. Two out of three we, uh, placings yeah. for pretty good things. Yeah, some favourites. So uh, yeah. you'll take that. Well, uh, we'll learn from that, though. We'll yeah, learn. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think we need to. I think we need to sharpen up the 
the, uh, the boys. three quarter multi and, and yeah. perhaps uh, wait until Saturday before it goes up. Anyway. <laughs> it's causing some we're, issues. We're in a WhatsApp. We're in a How WhatsApp is it group. Causing issues. It's got a massive strike rate. We paid out on a thing that probably shouldn't have been on site last week. Like <laughs> punters are cleaning up. I don't think they're worried about any uh, scratchings or issues. No, but we must say we can't help it if a dog gets scratched. So we do reserve the right just to tinker with it and change it and put a put a suitable substitution in. We feel and keep it around the same price. Yeah, we do try and um, make some sort of logical sense out of this and and make sure that the punters are looked after. But uh, yeah, Saturday morning was a bit of a doozy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was that so, so we have found out that Shag is uh, a no good at booking guests <laughs> and b uh, can get a little bit confused <laughs> by the multi. Uh, he, he he's on a bad runway tips as well. Whatever's going on. Someone's knocking on going downhill. Someone is knocking on a door. Well, time to resurrect those uh, allegations. Shagwato and Kenny tip off the top, please. Of course, go to where Friday nights on SEN track. Yep. Tip off the top, pull the car over, get the sports bet app out, and chuck a wager on the following. Yeah, so as always, I'm going to go with Mandura. Um, Risk five kicks off at 23 minutes past 10. Um, the one dog's Fleck Minnelli, who's an absolute moral, but he's too short to be putting up as a tip. So we're going to go with uh, same risk multi. Ooh. And we're going to put in her brother, Snickers Minnelli, who's box four. And the uh, strong Miles. finishing <laughs> box eight, West on Violet. So that's uh, box one to win and top four, box four and box eight. So you've got a four-leg same racer off the top. Love yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, this he, is, he wields with confidence. Yeah. Old and why not? Kenny. Old Ken Wada. I like it. Very good. I like the, uh, the candy bar litter. Yeah, yeah. Very, very Snickers funny. Minnelli, yep. you could have Polly yep. Waffle Manelli. I wonder if the race is, you know, vending machine class three or whatever <laughs> it's called. Or be very funny. All right, bring it back to the east. Shagger, tip off the top. Looking at uh, Geelong race 11, number seven, Gotham Duke. So sitting around the even money Duke's and um, yeah, I think that one's going to lead and go well there. Price? Uh, around the even money. Oh, even money. That's a little money doubler. In the old, they say. Um, <laughs> Do they? No, they don't. I'm just yabbing for the, for the yeah, sake of it. I've noticed. Now, I want to tease the guest today, and it's a good one. It's a good one. You want to tease the guest? Yeah, tease the guest. That's not very nice. I want you to get tease. a guest on. Well, gonna, the guest will be... You're going to hold your sports bat hat out in front well, of him? The guest will, <laughs> well, I will do that on the phone, but the guest will be with us shortly. Um, do I say his name? I'm not going to say his name just yet. That's a tease. Well, the listeners are out there. It's a tease. But oh, I yeah, will we're, say... We're on the edge of our seats, mate. I will say that guest confidence has come into the non-chasers panel. And we sort of talk off air that, you know, maybe we should rotate it each week and someone, you know, can be on the hook to get the guest. And if they don't get it, then it's quite funny and we get stuck into him. And we sort of pseudo-agreed to that, didn't we? Mm-hmm. But then old mate Chagger over here, yeah. he, he buggered it up two weeks ago and then he's <laughs> just got it last week. He's just piling with confidence. <laughs> goes, I'll take this one, boys. Don't yeah. worry about that. And he pulls in a Group 1 trainer of mm-hmm. arguably the best dog in the land at the moment. That's right. So you do the math right between the lines. You find out very shortly who it is. And that's the tease. But old mate, buddy, confidence boy over here, <laughs> cold called him during the week and said, Oi, I'm one of four on an award winning Graham podcast, which airs on SEN track, and we want you 
And and poor old uh, Mr. X over here <laughs> had no choice but to just say, yes, sir, yes, I'll, I'll see you on Friday for, for a yak. Yeah, well, wasn't exactly like that, but we're <laughs> glad to have this uh, gentleman joining us. Sher- Sherger actually said, uh, mate, next time you're up at, at Shepparton at the Greyhound track, um, my, my local boys are going to slash your uh, tyres. So if you don't oh, come geez. on the podcast, <laughs> you're cactus. <laughs> Jeez, do very, very good. Okay, so classy up at Shepparton. Well, yeah, well, is this man from Shepparton? No. No, okay. Another clue? Another, can you give us another clue? Great bloke oh. with great dogs. <laughs> so it's a male. Okay, that's that's good. We've, we've well, had female guests in the past. Mis- you call them Mr. Rex. Did I? So, okay, I probably yeah. gave it away then. Yeah. Um, tell us one of the dogs he trains then, just to tease us even more. Well, that might be a bit of a giveaway. Well, though. that's the beauty I'll, of it. I'll, gi- I'll give you the name of a dog he used to train. Okay. Jack Benjamin. Ooh, so for anyone names, that's been yeah. around for many Spitty. years and, yeah. and you know the name Jack Benjamin. Well, you can't trust a dog with two first names. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> um, boys. Let's listen to this audio. It's swept the Greyhound world for the last six days. Racing. Aston Zodiac began beautifully. So did Fabulous Penny. They're going stride for stride in the early stages. Aston Zodiac is going to hold Fabulous Penny at the moment. Dole followed up by Zibbing Ivy to third. A gap in the race two. Bit flash and then Zambora 10. Then UDL and Goodwan is at the tail. 14 from the leader. Top corner. Aston Zodiac by two over Fabulous Penny. Followed up by Zipping Ivy. Further back in the run came Bit Flash around the corner. Aston Zodiac clear. Fabulous Penny tries hard. Aston Zodiac. Look at Goodwan. He's going to get up. My goodness! My goodness! That didn't happen! Good one has absolutely charged and got up. You won't see a better win tonight. Good one has got the money over Aston Zodiac. Fabulous Penny or Zipping Ivy. They're followed up by Big Flash. Good one. Struth. Like that, I, I saw that on the weekend surface and every single tipping page online was posting that saying that is the best win they've ever seen. Showing that he's just not a very one-dimensional dog, is he, Gunner? Yeah, it started. It started. It's carried over from the WhatsApp group and you've just kicked us right off anyway. Um, Have you seen anything like that before? It was Cactus out of the screen, fell out of the back of the telly, wins. Yeah, I was going to say that. You uh, yeah, he stole my line, okay. fell out of the back of the telly. Um, yeah, it brought back memories of, say, a dog like uh, Cindy's Magic who, who used to do that for fun. Bold Trace. Uh, yep, if you want to go back that far. Yeah, um, oh, we go back. We go back to the uh, annals of history here in the non-chasers. <laughs> but that one was, um, yeah, you couldn't see it in the screen. Like you never gave it any chance. Uh, Cindy's magic. She used to make her mid-race move down the back straight there at Albion Park and and be a little bit close to the leader. Um, but this one was, you know, still a long way from the lead, close to the winning post, and it wasn't in a really, it wasn't in a poor time. It wasn't mm. like it was running over uh, dogs that were uh, cantering to the to the mm. winning post. But it, but it wasn't even a staying race. It was a 520-metre race. Yep. And it just hit the NOS button and went bang. <laughs> and the caller almost, but his pants came off. What, <laughs> what game was that? What game was that? That you used to have the NOS button? Um, Tokyo Drift, was it? Yeah, something like something that. Like that. Yeah. Well, the, the, you boys, I want your opinion on it. Have you seen anything quite like it? It brings back swift fantasy memories for me. Well, as you said, you know, it wasn't a stayers race. It's rare that in the 520s you see something taking off that much ground so quickly um, in the home straight. Uh, it was hard, hard to believe what your eyes were seeing, um, the way it, w- it went past them. Um, and, and, yeah, great great call. Um, 
of the race by the caller. So yeah, who was the caller? Timmy Newbold. Timmy Newbold. Jeez, he'd love that. He does. He just get a, just get the eyes of the world on him. And oh, his yeah. call. He lucky <laughs> he didn't stuff it up. Oh yes, would have uh, been easy to stuff up. Timmy would how be uh, getting very excited <laughs> next time he saw that. How do you reckon? How does a call do it when they're they're going that fast and then just something out of nowhere comes and wins? Just to get the oh, name right is, is hats off. I don't know. I think being a race caller is uh, a lot more difficult than people give it credit mm. for. Try and do it in your lounge room um, when you're watching something yeah. just off the screen. And, yeah, it's yeah. not easy. It's embarrassing too. You've know, you got to get it right. And, yep. the, and the Aussie callers do it better than anyone in the world. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I well, in England, they bloody cheat. They just call them by their numbers, yeah. which is crap. Yeah. Yeah, I think one David thing Mitchell, get on get your voice over there. <laughs> <laughs> sort it out. One thing during the COVID period when they, we were getting a lot of racing from Europe and uh, some of the race callers over different codes stay silent for 30 seconds mm. and then uh, pick the call up again. And as Shaggy said, you do realise how good the Aussie callers are. They are. Involved's a very good one. Does this, hurt, does this hurt your feelings that we're saying how good the Aussie callers are, Kenny? Um, absolutely not. I've been complaining about UK commentators for years. Mm. Um, in saying that, the best commentator in Greyhound Racing is a Dublin man called Ian Fortune who calls Shelburne Park. Um, he's Shelburne the best. Park. No offence to the Aussie. We'll get him over here. And I, good, sorry, go on. I couldn't let you knock um, all the commentators. <laughs> no, the, the UK uh, Gallops commentator is very good, but yes, the, the dog commentators with the numbers doesn't really mm. uh, bring much excitement to life. Mm. And good one is racing tomorrow night again. Yeah. What odds are we expecting? He's in box one at Wentworth Park in race one. Um, I'm going to say he does not win. Gee, um, spoiler alert. I, I think <laughs> um, that was a good video last week. Um does great things for Graham Racing. <laughs> great publicity. Yeah, um, good content. But yeah. uh, sorry, mate, you don't. Um, I was not impressed with his previous runs. Um, good to see the publicity for Graham Racing, but I'm going to put the knocker on this dog and say never everyone's group one. <laughs> I'll just jump into Goodwine's defence. This was the first run back um, for some time. Uh, was well back early on. Look, he, he's going to step up in distance eventually. Um, and, and yeah, look, just another little warm-up over the 520 here. He's got the good draw. If he if he gets the breaks, who knows what he can do. But um, I'm sure there'll be plenty that were on him last week that will will enjoy riding him again um, here at Wentworth Park this Saturday. I'm going to step on and say box five, Mercator Bell at uh, $5. Debate. In the first segment, they're debating. Well, I'm going to step in here and say it's only one direction for, uh, for a good one uh, in the future. <laughs> Cat dog. One fine day with a wolf and a fur, a baby was born and it caused a little stir. No blue buzzard, no three-eyed frog, just a feline canine, little cat dog. Cat dog, cat dog, alone in the world was a little cat dog. Famous little segment of a dog who's won before, shown they are capable of getting a W, but then just gone right off the right off the boil, so they're now a cat dog. What do you got for us, Kenny? You put your hand up this week. Yeah, so I've kind of cheated. Um, I've gone with a dog that's been put up before last year and is just still running. He ran two nights ago. Okay. Um, he ran around Angle Park. He's run 120 races, one two zero. <laughs> he won on his 10th race. So 110 and races between wins. He's been chasing ever since. Yeah, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's struggling. Um, What's the dog called? Good baloney. 110 Races between wins. Mm. The last time he placed was last October. Oh my god! And counting. Um, boys, before we take a break and we speak to our guest, I do want to open an investigation. I'm only going to touch on this. 
We are on the hunt to find the fattest dog. Oh, I thought the, I thought this was going <laughs> to be another show. missing dog. No, no, no missing dogs. <laughs> Just, just, just opening, just opening the report, just opening the investigation. We are on the hunt to find the fattest racing dog in the land. If you know, or have heard, or have seen any of the fattest racing dogs in the land, get in touch with us on Twitter. And it's going to be a bit of a rolling segment. We're going to find them, and then we're going to find the trainer. We're going to talk to them. What do you feed them? And we might go and meet them. Wow, what an exciting segment. That's an exciting segment, <laughs> an investigation here on the well, non Brought to you by Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers or... You betcha. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, well, whatever we want. Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers. You, you, you listen to the podcast. Noom. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by uh, Fresh Air. And that's a break. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to the non-chasers here on SEN Track Sports Bet Greyhound Racing Podcast. And we teased a guest at the start of the show. We didn't tell anyone who it was because old mate Shagger has just gone and cold called this man and just basically yoinked him and said, please come on the non-chasers. Without further ado, I have the great honour of saying that we have our great man, David Burnett, the trainer of Simon Told Helen, who told Stevie on the non-chasers. Dave, how are you, mate? Uh, a little bit flat this morning, but oh. I'll bounce back, guys. No, we, we, Shaggy said we're not allowed to talk about the race last night, but I just, elephant out of the room, it, a little bit disappointing, but, you know, we have full faith that, uh, you know, you'll get the dogs back in flying fashion. Yeah, again, just, uh, just one of those days yesterday, and the dog just didn't put it together out of the boxes, and uh, he's entitled to put one wrong, one foot wrong occasionally, and touch wood, that's probably the only one he's done for a long time, so hopefully he bounces back. Did you feel he, uh, who told Stevie could could get up and get the W for you instead? Uh, during the week, we just thought he was boxed well inside there, and as it turned out, he got got a nice clean run through, but just didn't get onto the bunny which he needed to do, and just put a little check when he didn't need to, and again he, he held up his own and had a good race. So really happy with that. Um, now, David, uh, sorry, Patty, uh, did you know David trains one of your favourite dogs? Oh, who? Not the Sna- Chisler. Snags oh, McKenzie. Snags McKenzie. We also call Shagger Shags McKenzie uh, <laughs> on the show. How is old Shags McKenzie going? Uh, he's just, uh, you heard his um, split webbing down in the Warnable Cup about oh. five or six weeks ago and we sealed that up and got him back, but he just hasn't bounced back to his old best at the moment, so he's having a bit of a spell for a week or two and just to try and freshen him up and see if we can iron out his problems. So. But he'll be back. He'll bounce back. Now, tell us about the, the names uh, Simon told Helen and, and who told Stevie. There is a backstory there, Dave. Would you, would you mind uh, taking our listeners through that, please? Uh, from my knowledge from the owners, uh, 16 or 17 years ago, they bought a greyhound pup off Angela Langton and um, didn't tell anybody about it, especially their wives about it. <laughs> <laughs> they, kept, they kept it all hush-hush. And, uh, at a wedding, wedding one day, Simon, sorry, Simon Crowley, Dr. Simon Crowley's wife found out, Helen, she's a doctor too, and um, she found out at the wedding because somebody was talking about it behind the back, and uh, yeah, so she cottoned <laughs> on to it. So that is so the, good. The name comes Simon Told Helen, who all the dogs have been named who told over the, over the time, but yeah, so <laughs> I thought they'd finish it off with Simon so, Told Helen so everybody knew what happened. So who's Stevie? Uh, Stevie is Brian Parsons one of the owner's granddaughter and Lindy Lou, the mother's Brian Parsons' daughter. So it's all been kept in the family, the Who Told Dames. And, and so this is just the final, the Simon Told Helen was the one that actually 
answered the questions, all the questions over the years of who's old. I love it. Real yeah. finger pointing uh, down there. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good story. Yeah. That's good stuff. Um, and the two brothers, they've been so impressive to date, um, picking up Perth Cup, Silver Chief, I think even the Great Chase, was it, um, as well? Yeah. Um, fantastic achievements already. Uh, what have you got lined up for these two dogs going forward? Uh, again, their, their next aim is to the maturity at the Meadows on the 17th of July. It's an age-restricted race, and they're still qualified. They're top age for that now, and um, that will be their next target. And after that, who, who knows? We haven't looked that far yet. It's just a target one at a time at the moment. Yeah, we, we've we've obviously been spruiking them um, as good chances for the Melbourne Cup, so hopefully they're still going well and we're able to see them compete in that series. Um, look, I've got no doubt... Looking much further ahead, um, that Simon told Helen in particular will be in high demand at stud um, post-racing. But um, I've got no doubt Stevie, uh, who told Stevie, will attract the ladies uh, with, with ease. Both dogs go to stud after they finish racing? I'd be nice to think they do, but generally what happens in this situation, only one of the brothers tend to make it at stud. They'll probably both go, but one will get hopefully a lot of bitches and the other one will probably struggle with Stevie again just got to prove to prove to the industry that how good he is because he has ran 29.14 at Sandown and 29.64 at the Meadows and coming back off his injury now to run third the other night he said run back for six months over 500 I thought was great but again in November when his aim is to be tip top which is when he should be right. Dave, how did you manage getting obviously in the in the COVID times? How have you managed getting the dog up to Queensland? In you know they've got their borders closed and you you know the the world doesn't stop in the greyhound racing industry. Group ones are still there to be won. Run us through, because I think you've been flying Simon Told Helen in in and out late at night. How's the logistics been of getting him up there? Um, it's been a fair old challenge. Lots of phone calls to the, the Queensland Racing and the ministry up there to just see. Cause we, originally, we were told we weren't allowed to fly in. The dogs had to go in to be trained by Queensland trainers. Mm. The rule they had, and when the rugby players started flying in and out, and the um, Stradbroke horse people started flying in and out, I just made some phone calls to the racing minister up there, and he educated me how to get through with the letters and everything that I needed to write to the minister to get through to, to get clearance to get in to Queensland for a start. And then it was a matter of making a decision of whether I could afford three weeks of my own time up there or whatever. As I turned out, I sent sent my staff member up there for two weeks holiday in Queensland in isolation and then last week a, a free freelance holiday last week. So she's had a great time and again a lot of pressure on a twenty year old up there <laughs> to, to to be in control of these two good dogs and she done it with ease and again it's credit to her. Yeah. I was gonna say Dave wouldn't be a hard sell to get a Victorian to, <laughs> to fly up for some Brisbane weather at this time of the year, considering how cold the mornings have been, particularly out, out your way at Little River. Yeah, certainly over here it's been cold, but again, she jumped at the opportunity and then about day 10 of isolation, she was starting to scratch and paw to get out the gate, but uh, yeah, she managed to hold out for 14 days and, and she made the best of it during the week while the dogs come back here. And David, you've had a lot of success over, and I think more than 20 years in the game. What was it that motivated you to get into involved in greyhounds initially? Uh, initially, uh, one of my customers, I own a plumbing supply business in Geelong, and one of my customers came in and asked me to have a bet 
they show him how to have a bet on a dog at Olympic Park, it was at the time, and um, he had a dog in the called Rose Wagon that his mate had, and he said he can't get beaten, so he wanted me to go up and show him how to have a $10 win and a trifecta, two or three time trifecta for one, two and nine, so I put that on to him, and I had a couple more times that for myself, and ended up winning two and a half thousand dollars, so... Off Rose Wagon? Off his, off Rose Wagon, and... That, um, <laughs> Mr. Tremell on there knows who Rose Wagon is. It comes from his line, his his parents' line, and uh, <laughs> that that money. Then the plumber said to me, he said, "When this, when she has a pup, I'll buy you one." So, well, there so you he go. Bought, yeah, so, yeah, a dog my granddad um, bred. There you that's, go. Well, that is exactly what he's done. He's <laughs> gone back to his family. <laughs> I, I did not pedigree. know about that story. He's gone <laughs> back to his family pedigree, and he's and he's and that's how he's chased down. Wow. Big David Burnett. Dave, mate, we appreciate your time. Just before we let you go, we like to play a little game with our guests here on the Non-Chasers. It's called Know Your Traps or Know Your Tracks, whichever way um, you incline to look at it. I'm going to give you three trap distances and you need to tell me which track it is. I want to see if you can get three out of three. Okay? All right. First question here. 440 metres, 520 metres and 650 metres. Sail greyhounds. Absolutely. Ding, ding, ding. All right, let's up it. Question two, 385 metres, 450 metres and 650 metres. Shepparton. Oh, he's, he's very good at this. And final, finally, I'll go a little bit uh, left to centre here. 380 metres, 520 metres and 715 metres. Oh. Trelgan. No. <laughs> I'm not sure. Cannington. We looked around and, and where did where did Dave take uh, Simon Todd Helen? Yep. And we thought we'll chuck Cannington in yep. there. Two out of three, mate. That's a win. And of course, you've got the champion Simon Todd Allen, who told Stevie uh, in your ranks as well, mate. We really appreciate your time. Thanks again for um, for jumping on with us. We wish you all the best with Simon Todd Helen. Disappointing last night, but we know. You'll be back better than ever moving forward. So once again, David Burnett, thanks for coming on the Non Chasers. Thanks, guys. And good luck. Cheers. Much appreciated. There you have it, boys. Old David Burnett in and out. And that dog is in very good hands. I absolutely know it. Super stable. Take a break. We'll come back with more Non Chasers after this. <coughs> Welcome back to the Non Chasers here on SEN Track and Sports Bet, the Greyhound Racing Podcast. Stud. Stud, stuck through the test of time. Uh, it's that favourite time of the day, race analysis. We've got Invest in the West, which we have a stinger for, and we now have Shagger's time, which we also have a stinger. But just quickly, Shagger, well done. Good guest. Loved it. You crowbarred your grandpa. How good is that? <laughs> the butterfly effect of uh, Shagger's granddad breeding the dog has led to Dave Burnett being a group one winning trainer. <laughs> you can... <laughs> David Burnett can thank your family. <laughs> Simon told Helen. No, no, let's strip this right back. I think there's a 10% Simon, share in this. Simon told Helen does not exist if your family does not exist. Like, think, think about that. That is 100% gospel and legit. Oh, I think we'll credit David with uh, just a lot of hard work to get himself oh, absolutely. where he is. <laughs> gun trainer, but just stripping it right back. If it's not for your granddad, Simon told Helen doesn't exist. Wow. All right. Invest in the West. Oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful sound. What do you got for us, Ken um, Yeah, Arthur. 
So one of our boom dogs runs in race four. Press the button. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so one of our boom dogs runs in race four. Um, she's called Rapido Lass. Um, this is her fifth race. She's won three out of four, and she's mapped to lead up here. Um, she's already gone 29.60, which is a big run at Cannington. Cannington. Um, and I'm very surprised she's not odds on. She's even money, um, and I can't see any reason why she won't lead. Um, if she does lead at the first turn, like she, she'll go on to win, and she, she surely will do a big time here. Um, and just while we're on the race, um, Chimera Minnelli's in box oh, one. Hang on. Is that an invest in the West? Oh, yeah, that is the tip. Yeah, <laughs> um, okay, well, press the button. Race four, Rapido last. Um, and just on that race, um, Chimera Minnelli on a massive run last week over 600 metres. Um, I was very impressed with that, and I reckon that's one to throw into the exactas mm -hmm. as well. So we'll break out the whip again. <laughs> um, we'll move on to race six. Um, race six sees box four, Mermaid Minnelli, who was our winning tip off the top last week. Um, she's guaranteed to lead up here, but I think uh, the step up to 5.20 at Cannington's is a bit too much for her. She, she's very likely to fade. Um, box one has Sir Monty. Um, he's perfectly mapped, and I think if he's within three lengths at the first bend, um, you can start counting your winnings. Um, I think he's currently around the 2.50 mark, um, and I, I really like that dog. That's my best bet of the night. <laughs> oh, confidence. Confidence, uh, Kenny. <laughs> What's your Twitter name? Strabantastic. What's I know that mean? Uh, my hometown's called Straban. Okay, gotcha. Fantastic. Well, that's Strabantastic, anyway. Beautiful part of the world. Uh, that's Kenny. Um, yeah, we'll move on quickly to Risk Nine. Um, so tough. He's odds on. He's done in grade. Um, he should won fairly handily. He's currently 170. And Risk 10, we see Mon Janet, or Mon Janet, I'm not sure. But um, she's in box one in the last race, Risk 10. She ran a massive split from box three last week. Um, she got run down by a very good dog called Classy Riot. He's not in this race this week, and um, she's got a better draw. I expect improvement here, and she's currently $2.70. Look at that. He's just stepped up to the plate with five. Five tips to invest in the West. I can sniff. I can sniff a montage next week. Is that all? Um, yeah, that's oh. it. Oh, that's it. Okay. All right. Now, Shag has been chewing. Chewing at the bit. All right. To uh, chewing at the bit? You can't say that, can you? Champing at the Champing bit. Champing at the bit. Oh, we come back to uh, to Shagger's race analysis. What should we do now? Well, I've got an idea. Why don't we shag? Oh, you've, you know what? I've been holding it there for a while. And there it is. Kenny can't. Kenny can't. Kenny can't. Hold himself. Oh, Pressure's on now, Shagger. Let's shag. What do you got for us? Um, race 12, The Meadows. Ooh, later. Late yeah, night. Late night dogs. Straight to Un the last uncut. race. Um, From Greyhound Racing up late. Full Moon Flyer. Uh, oh, sorry. Full, full Moon Fever. Always rattled. Appropriately <laughs> named. Uh, we'll be out when the moon's out. Um, I, th I think this is uh, looking really good drawn in box one. It can win from off the speed, but hopefully if it jumps like it did last week, it... Um, We'll be up there with them early. Should be able to take advantage of the red box. Um, never been drawn in the red, but um, he's four from uh, f four from four in box one. So, uh, sorry, box two. So I, I think uh, this dog is going to do very well here in the last. Press um, the button. Sorry. Press the button. Yeah, oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear that, did you? <laughs> 
Then moving to, we'll go back to race eight. Um, look, this is a, a tough race. Um, I think the winner will be coming from box one or two. Um, they're the two clear best beginners in this race. Um, the, the three and the four will be rattling home, but I thought in that one could be a good chance for an, a same race multi. Ooh. So I'm looking at number one to come top three. Um, and I'm going to put in the three and the four to both run top four. Very so nice. a little same well, racer you know there. To, you know what to do. Yeah, baby. <laughs> like it. Uh, and race four, um, looking at Mapunga Daniel here. And I thought, uh, again, another race for a same race multi. Um, we're going Mapunga Daniel for a top two. He's got a, a great turn of foot. I think he'll uh, pretend, should probably be the winner, but just for the sake of the same race, we'll go uh, a top two. And number one and number four to both run top four. Yeah, baby. And just stepping up to the plate. Hey, we like, we are, I'm PCG guaranteeing it. There will be a montage next week. You both put up five. <laughs> we haven't even here. mentioned Wentworth Park yet. Oh, a, a cracking <laughs> night at Wentworth Park, by the way. And look, we can't probably running out of time to get into any of those. But yeah. um, no, we'll give give us your best at Wenty. Let me just bring bring the Wenty up there. Um, um, I'll, I'll kick off here then. So oh, I'll go to. Um, he's investing in the West and the East. Um, we're going to race three, where we have a dog from the West, and uh, it's Tommy Shelby, <laughs> everyone's favorite dog. Um, My bad, Tommy Shelby. He just did a, wins. He did a massive trial last week. Um, he's in a tough race. It's a blaze and play. This is running here. Um, but just off the back of his trial last week. Um, yeah, time it, to start winning in the big smoke. Yeah, oh, we'll be, we'll be no, running no, into the sunset here. No discredit to um, the, the, yeah, Western Australian listeners, but you know this is this is the real stuff. Your best at Wentworth Park. Hold on a second. WA is probably after Victoria <laughs> the best state for greyhounds. Surely. I've just just lied and linked him and knew him. Oh, I've got a big mouth on by that. Like it's, it is, it's behind uh, Victoria and it's it's the best state outside, outside Victoria. Yep. Okay. And I'll, I'll best just of the night, throw in one at Wenty, race seven, number one, Waddling Witch. Beautiful. I like it. Very good, boys. We'll be back with more non chasers to wrap up. Dog food, show me the money, the non chasers multi. We'll get a good one this week and we'll get it on site correctly. And of course, a little announcement. We'll see you shortly. Welcome back to the non-chasers here on SEN Track, the Sportsbet Greyhound, a racing podcast. Final final little chase. Chase for the lure. Favourite segments. We've chatted to Davey Burnett. What a star. Big fan. Shagger delivers with the guest again. I don't know how he does it, but somehow he steps up to the plate and whacks it out of the park. Well done to you, Shagger, but it's time for dog food. Ah, oh, chum is so chumpy. You get carved. Of course, brought to you by Chum Dog. So good. You could carve it. So tasty. <laughs> All right, dog food today. <clears throat> the theme. You know how this works. It's either a dog or it's a theme. The theme today is roadworks. Because <laughs> I copped roadworks on the way. <laughs> you can see it's a very ad hoc sort of segment. Uh, it comes together last minute. I'll but tell you fun. what, this state is built on roadworks, isn't it? <laughs> but it's fun. Uh, can we test our buzzers, please, uh, Gunner? Um, <clears throat> go to the other boys, I'll think of something. <laughs> Jeez. Traffic court. Oh. Postcode. Oh. Uh, union. <laughs> That's got to be the three, the three <laughs> worst set of buzzers. Hey, the, one thing the one thing I'll... Please look. don't all say them at once. So it's been a long day. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> music comes up. 
there. All right. Uh, I think it caps on. Question one. Traffic jam. Union. Cut the court. <laughs> <laughs> Gunner. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, term. No. <laughs> Negative one for you. It's a dog. 2013. 27 starts for three rin- wins. Raced around Gunnada, uh, most notably. I was going to say, if you got that question right, we're going to give you a handicap like they did back in the Greyhound days when they handicap the races, but you lost the question, so it doesn't matter. Negative one to you. Number two. You cannot be serious. Postcode. Oh, Shagger. Dog. No. Road work term. Something that you yell when those bloody lollipop men hold their stick for 400 bucks an hour. Didn't realise this was the John McEnroe (laughs) dog food segment. Negative one, Shagger. Negative one for Gunnar and Kenny. (laughs) Sitting idle in the lead. Number three. <laughs> Which is much like the people that work in uh, work in traffic. So. Yes. Question three. Can't drive. Postcode. Shagger. Dog. No. Another roadway <laughs> Negative two. It's going to be hard, hard work for old Shaggadelic. Groovy baby. Question four. Zebra crossing. Union. Traffic court. Gunner. Uh, that's the traffic. Absolutely not. <laughs> and you know what? It's negative two points because it was actually two dogs in 1973 and then the name expired and they could rename another dog Zebra Crossing in 1992. So there's been two dogs called Zebra Crossing and I'm sure the name's available again if anyone wants to take We could Maybe that could be our dog. No, that's not. Zebra Crossing? Because it would be, create history. It would be the first dog to be named three times. That's cool. Yeah, not sure about okay, that. Okay, well... Unbelievably, you're on negative two. Shagger's on negative two. The world's crumbled around Shagger, but this is a triple pointer. Uh, <laughs> crumbled around Kenny, but this is a triple pointer, and he has to answer it. Question five. Hang on. He, bumper has, to, to, he has to answer sh- it. My secret, mate. Question five. Bumper to bumper. You did. Uh, sorry, I think that was Kenny. <laughs> he didn't even say anything. You should have listened to the rules. Got to um, be a ventriloquist. Bumper to bumper is that term. <laughs> is that, uh, that a negative oh, three or a negative one? Because negative three. Oh. Dog. Have we we have gone a clean sweep of getting every single one over? The bookie has won. I've cleaned up. It's because your quiz is shite. That is a well run oh. quiz. Not that is history. Not one correct answer on dog food. Yeah. Wow, you boys need to do your research. Well, you do make it up as you go. That so. is very, very, very ordinary. All right, show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Okay, we know how this works. Best value selection of the weekend. Shagger, what's yours? Ooh, I reckon race six at the Meadows Saturday night. I'm going to go for Bronski Beat at, at some value, around the five bucks. I think he's drawn well out there. Um, it's a, it, look, plenty of chances in the race. Captain Dynamite um, drawn very well there. Um, I was a little bit disappointed with his last start, but... Um, but I think he'll um, at least place um, <laughs> from the good draw. Great analysis. <laughs> well, yeah, Kenny's trying to hand him notes like an understudy. <laughs> and I thought he Shaggers put that. Just looked at him like, if you interrupt my segment again, I'm going to floor you. Oh, that's beautiful. 
to me, it's it was more oh, of an anonymous right. joke there. Um, <laughs> well, well, well done. We'll, we'll take we'll we'll take your selection with the joke. <laughs> and we'll go to Kenny first. Show me the money. <laughs> um, I'm going to twist the rules. Last time we did this, we got a winner, so I'm going for a double. Uh, Wentworth Park, oh. race two, catch the thief, and race eight, Nangar Silk. Um, the double works out at six dollars. Oh, beautiful! <laughs> like it. There's no. He is the number. He is the number one ticket holder of the Catch the Thief fan club. He is, and he's if smart. Anyone try, if anyone else in Australia tries to claim Catch the Thief as their own, including owners and trainer, <laughs> nah, not having it. He's smart because he knows the rules of show me the money's got to be over five bucks. Doesn't want to find a single, so he finds a double. Well done. I applaud that. Oh, are you really going to? So st- are you really going to stipulate the five dollar mark here? Because yep. mine's just under. Okay, then I don't want it. <laughs> Give it to so. me. Yeah, we'll drift anyway. So <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> uh, race two, number four, Meadows. Uh, dog named after me. Mid- midlife crisis. Oh, very good. Very good. Well, I'm going to the Meadows as well. Race seven, number one, uh, for the David Seagill. Uh, zipping Clifford at $6. Oh, Clifford. Show me the money. Oh, Clifford. Clifford, the big, big red dog. That's right. Great show. Uh, Three-quarter multi-gents. Now, let's make sure it's submitted onto the site correctly this time. Looking at you, Kenny and Shagger. My leg will be Mpanga Missile. No, it won't. Yes, it will. No, it won't. Hang on. Oh, wow. <laughs> this, this <laughs> is, no wonder why Shagger gets confused when he puts it up on site. Oh, I apologise. Why don't we go to Shagger for yeah, his? Yeah, you go first. <laughs> Mine will be Mpanga... Daniel, yep, uh, okay. It's in Red Meadows Race Four, number three. Beautiful. Yep. Well, mine will be Mapunga Missile. Then it's just got just got a bit Mapunga up. All right, leave me alone. <laughs> um, yourself, Kenny. Um, I'm going to go back to a dog I mentioned earlier. Race six, box one, Sir Monty. Mm, That's sorry. a Cannington, by the way. Yep. Uh, the Meadows Race Six, number one, Captain Dano, mate. Oh, coming off the injury, I mm. like it. You know, there's no such confidence like gunner confidence. So. Beautiful. Well, that pays around three eighty. Can we give three fifty and three out of four legs? We can. Oh, Absolutely. That's a spoil. That's, that's a good one. It's a good hitting zone. Um, good work, boys. Announcement as, as well. We had it last week. Um, people obviously fell asleep towards the back end of the show, but um, <laughs> get on your app store, get to reviewing the uh, Non Chasers podcast and Non Chasers beanie. Will be coming your way. I thought I saw that some had actually obliged. There, there was one. Okay. There was one. There was Very one, good. but we want more. I'm looking at who, who was the old fellow who used to comment on everything? Milsey. Oh, we, yeah. We had Milsey back. Yeah. Oh, Milsey, shout out to you, mate, from uh, Murray Bridge over there in uh, South Australia. No, you, you can't interact with Victorians on Twitter oh, if you're from South Australia because you might get COVID. Uh, so. Absolutely. Okay, uh, let's wrap it up. Like, listen, subscribe to all the other podcasts on the network. But most importantly... You're going to have a punt on the dishes. Please do so in a responsible manner. Absolutely, mate. Well said. What are you? You're just self-praising it. Yeah. <laughs> Self-congratulator of the year award. <laughs> hey, right. Bye-bye. Good luck. Bye. And I'm spent. Bye.